Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I'm your host Gabe Thomas, with me as always is your co-host Francisco Alcala. Uh, returning guest of the show today is the bones of a saber-toothed tiger. We named Edward Norton. We probably haven't talked about this guy. Yeah, we mentioned it once in an episode that we can't remember and then never brought it up again. This We haven't talked about this in a year, but we came in here today to the... Uh, the very vintage, very pristine establishment. The quote-unquote studio. Where we record the show. Yeah, no, we have a we have YouTube space, uh, and we get to be here <laughs> surrounded by all our fellow creators. It's so wonderful. We came in here, and, and he was here. It's just the bones of a saber-toothed tiger. I think somebody stole them from the Smithsonian. He also makes a noise, which I didn't even know until like three minutes ago. wonderful that might be the worst thing we've ever done (laughs) that's getting Uh, cut (laughs) yeah fuck that guy fuck you edward norton (laughs) bye edward norton (laughs) 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 that's so stupid why do we do this yeah what a a start (laughs) okay did we even say what movie we're talking about? No, we're talking was... about Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> so we are talking. Yes, we are. Frame. We're talking about Spider-Man: Homecoming. People fucking eat each other over this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie just makes everybody so angry, or a lot of people, because when it came out, it was worldwide acclaim. All we wanted for so long was Spider-Man in the MCU, and the second we actually got it, even though it was great, everybody <laughs> just freaked out because some things weren't. Because where's exactly Toby Maguire? They imagined it. Yeah, sure. Well, we'll see him soon. Really. <laughs> Where is a very rapidly aging <laughs> Toby Maguire? Yeah, God, I don't, I don't know what he's gonna look like when we see him again. Yeah, because I haven't seen him. He hasn't been in a movie in like forever, six or seven years by this point. Yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming was really exciting because. We saw Spider-Man Civil War, and everybody thought he was great. I don't think anybody had a problem with him in that entire movie. He was perfect. He was poor and down on his luck, which (laughs) was, uh, that's a point of contention in this movie, but in that movie- And he was a loser. (laughs) He was a loser. He was a dumpster diver. He He didn't look 40. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was an actual, like, he was 19, but you know, he looked, that's young in Hollywood. You know, he, in this next Spider-Man movie, he will be as old as Tobey Maguire was in the his first Spider-Man movie. So, Doesn't so that, look like it, but... Makes, yeah, oh yeah, not at all, <laughs> but that makes you think, I guess. But yeah, that scene in Civil War is so strong, where the two of them talk, we talked about it in our episode, everyone in the world's seen it, it's one of the best scenes in the entire MCU, and in my opinion, this is one of the best movies in the MCU. I think this is fucking phenomenal. It's, it's up there. I, I, I really like this movie a lot. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I've seen it a million times. This is one of the easiest ones for me to watch, I think. But for a movie with so many like twists and jokes in it, no matter how many times I watch it, they're always great. Because I had watched this a couple months ago. Uh, I think I accidentally, <laughs> in quarantine, watched every MCU movie again. Uh, As one does. Like before, because I, I, I wasn't doing it because we were going to talk about them on the show, but a lot yeah. of them I did watch again. The only ones I haven't watched again are Ant-Man and the Wasp and uh, Thor Ragnarok. Which okay. I would one like, of those is understandable. <laughs> well, I would like to watch both of them, but the reason I didn't is just... Because Thor Ragnarok is one where I want to... Yeah, give that a completely fresh look when I when I see that again. That's also this. coming up recently, isn't it? That's like our when... next episode on on okay. this show. Yeah, and yeah, you're, this is definitely gonna be a very 
praise-heavy episode, so if you hate this movie, get out of here. I mean, we'll still talk <laughs> about the criticisms, because there are some. I don't know how many of them I think are valid. Maybe some of them, but... There are some very interesting criticisms of this movie that don't make a lot of sense to me. But, yeah, obviously this movie isn't flawless. There's some... There's some Mostly minor things that are wrong with it. <laughs> yes, and a couple of the character things, I understand if you have problems with them. But it's a different interpretation, and I am fine with that. Although, I do think... I think Tom Holland's Spider-Man is less comic accurate than Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. If you really look at it. Yeah. Because Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker... His life just sucks, and he sucks, and he's a nerd, and he's he's the worst, and nobody likes him, and nobody cuts him a break, and he's got a million different romances going on, he's always fighting somebody that he knows, and, you know, that world is crazy. This Peter Parker, he acts like Peter Parker in the comics, but he has a lot of advantages. You know, he has a billion-dollar company behind yeah, him. Yeah, he has Tony Stark just yeah. watching over him at all times. <laughs> yeah, so I understand if, if you're like, well, it's not really as relatable because he has all this behind him. But I feel like that also might be more of a criticism with the next one, which doesn't even bother me in the in the you know Far From Home yeah. too much. But in this one, he's mostly on his own. Usually when he interacts with Tony Stark, Tony Stark's yelling at him for being... For, you know, for, for for fucking up again. <laughs> yeah, for trying to be bigger than what he should be. So I don't really mind him having all this money behind him. I think Tony Stark being in this movie is perfect. Because the name Homecoming refers not just to, you know, there is a Homecoming dance in this movie, which is like, the movie is centered around that towards the end. But it's Spider-Man coming into the MCU like he's back and this is the first time we've ever seen the most famous Marvel superhero of all time with all these other characters and so if you're gonna put him in an MCU movie what better way to do it than a movie with Iron Man and with Captain America like this movie has the two biggest superheroes yeah you know and this movie is probably the most reference heavy MCU movie ever but I don't care it's (laughs) very it's a lot more natural in this movie I feel like because if you're in high school while these superheroes exist, yes, obviously people are going to be talking about them in school. Right. Like yeah. that's just, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way to get around that. Yeah. And there are constant references and the vulture is using tech usually from past movies. You know, that's what he's selling. That's his thing. He'll, you see, like, an Ultron head. You yeah, see... they directly reference, like, past events from other movies. The film opens with The Avengers 2012, yeah. like, the end of that movie. And it looks exactly like that. You know, you see the big Leviathan and all that. Uh, that's great. Although, obviously, the start of this movie is where a very dumb continuity thing comes up, which everybody <laughs> has always complained about. The title card, Franny, the eight mm-hmm. years later title card which would make this movie set in 2020 <laughs> yep yeah which it's it, no it doesn't which make any sense <laughs> and then they scrambled they couldn't just say oh yeah we made a mistake and then fix it on the home release and then we would never really speak about it again they <laughs> they fucked, left it. they fucked the entire timeline by trying to make it work they couldn't just admit they made a mistake so i don't i don't understand what we're, they did we're catching up 
Yeah, I know, but not with this <laughs> We're movie. We're getting there. This movie's doomed forever for that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing with that is it would be bad if it was just the title card, but there is a point where the vulture says, eight years we've been dealing with whatever. Yeah. Eight years. Not a word from the feds. Nothing from those Halloween costume-wearing bozos up there in Stark Tower. These movies are, like, the best at keeping their continuity. Like, yeah. for the most part, they're insane at it. You know, all the foreshadowing and all the returning characters. Because this series does work as, like, a almost like a TV show in some ways. Just with very, very long episodes. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in terms of, you know, events will feed yeah. into other events and characters show up all the time. Like, yeah, no, I understand if, if that this reference-heavy movie... It could be too much, but it's not. Because we all wanted Spider-Man in the MCU, and so they put Spider-Man in the most MCU it could possibly be. You know, Avengers Tower, Happy Hogan, all of these things. He's doing a Thor impression. They're talking about, you know, what does the Hulk smell like? Like, it's yeah. all of these things, and they work completely. In fact, there's a lot... Most of the Avengers are technically in this movie. Because after the damage control sequence, we get an intro by Peter Parker recording... Uh, his trip to Berlin mm-hmm. in Civil War, which is a great idea. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> what a phenomenal idea for an opening. It establishes that character, Peter Parker, so well and his relationship with Happy. Like, when I say every joke still works for me, I cannot believe how much that, okay, there's Captain America, gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> like, seeing Civil War from another perspective, I don't even know how they shot that. Like, how do you take Civil War and and shoot it from, like, a perspective that we never see the movie from? Yeah, um, my only guess is that it's just CG. Oh, yeah. And it's just so far away that, like, yeah, you're not going to be able to tell that, like... That's true. It's It's just, like, very vague depictions of all of them. Yeah, you're probably right. But it looks insane. Yeah, Like, even the, the color grading is right. It looks exactly like that Russo's tone. It's... It's phenomenal. And then that recontextualizes Civil War. Like, yeah. while they're arguing, Spider-Man's vlogging over there. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that. And now we know from Far From Home that he must have been watching porn at some point. Uh, <laughs> because Happy Hogan does say that. Tell me something only you would know. Only I would know. Uh, you know remember when we went to Germany? You pay-per-viewed a video in your room? They didn't list the titles, but I could tell by the price it was an adult film at the front desk, and you didn't know how I okay, knew. Okay, okay, fine, it's you, it's you, it's you, stop! <laughs> uh, you rented an adult movie when they were in Berlin, and they have very thin walls there, if you recall, yeah. so that's... Interesting. In- very, very interesting. Thank you, choice. Far From Home. <laughs> Thank you, Far From Home. <laughs> I really like that movie, so I stand by it being a really good movie. Yeah, I I feel I hope I'm not rushing into this. I just feel like this movie doesn't really need that much of an introduction. It really doesn't. It's a Spider-Man movie. I feel like, if anything, most people have probably seen this, especially with how this movie didn't come out that long ago. No, not at all. Like it was in 2017. Yeah. I Almost four it was like, years ago. Yeah, like about four years ago. July, yeah, so... It's like you've probably seen this movie. I think I, I, I can't s- imagine there are many people that haven't. No, why wouldn't you? It's very easy to watch. And I don't feel like it would be that confusing. Maybe it really some of isn't. It, maybe I think the first ten minutes would be very confusing. Because you get maybe if this was the only Marvel movie you had seen, it's starting in twenty twelve with like this wrecked city. If you didn't know what that was, you'd be like, Oh, I like I feel like that could confuse you. And then I don't know how much sense that vlog makes if you haven't seen Civil War. 
Like, why is he going to Germany? There's not. It's not really explained. Yeah, outside of the the introduction to this movie, I feel like it can be watched mostly without the context of a lot of the other movies. Probably more than anything, just because this movie is on such a smaller scale compared to everything else. For the most part, yeah, it is. But then it still has you know stark tower and the avengers facility and iron man and all these things but i feel like those things are explained i don't know if the civil war thing is but Mm -hmm. i don't really care oh now we can talk about the fun continuity stuff that uh, more continuity stuff because this movie is a bit of a wreck sometimes when it comes to the other movies i talked about this in civil war how you get the post-credit scene with peter parker and aunt may at the end of that movie and he's returned from the trip, and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I got into a fight at school with this guy named Steve, and he had a friend named Scott, and he was huge or whatever. Yeah. And he's, like, all bruised up. You see him in the car. And he's not. And he looks yeah. totally fine. So that doesn't make any sense. They're in a different apartment, a very, like, <laughs> it's, like, very completely different, different. Peter Parker has a bunk bed now. He's not... Not like that twin bed. His yeah. room's covered in Star Wars figures when Civil War makes it sound like he doesn't really understand what Star Wars is. Like, it's yeah, fair. There's it's some weird. confused uh, ideas there um, between this and Civil War, which is also interesting how the continuity can be so strong between, like, you know, showing the footage from Civil War in the start of this movie and then... And then they just drop it. You drop it for the other stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know about yeah. that. And I think people were worried that Tony Stark being in this movie would make it feel like a an Iron Man movie again, as opposed to the Spider-Man movie that it should be. But I don't think that ever happens. I feel like Tony is in this movie like the perfect amount. And yeah. I really do enjoy that these two Spider-Man movies are so much about that relationship in a lot of ways. Like, they're still great isolated Spider-Man stories, but in this you have him and... Tony Stark is basically playing that Uncle Ben role of, you know, you need to be responsible. But Tony Stark gets to come at it from the angle of he understands he's a superhero and he needs to be responsible, where Uncle Ben's just, like, general yeah, be life. be a good person. Be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's the same kind of thing. Coming from a fucking psychopath, yeah. I should add. <laughs> like, Tony Stark isn't a good person, but that's why you get that line at the opening where he's like, don't do anything I would do and don't do anything I wouldn't do. You're yeah. in the gray area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... The relationship formed in this movie is, like, the reason that Endgame happens. Like, that's the reason for the time travel. Yeah. It's because of that, and that's phenomenal. But anyway, we should stop talking about Iron Man for a little bit and talk about everything else. Because there, this has a huge cast of characters. Oh, yeah. But none of them are ever overshadowed, I don't think. Everybody's great. As two people in high school, although it hasn't felt like we're in high school for a while. For a very long time. Uh, hopefully it will again soon, but, you know. We're, we're at the tail end of this pandemic right now. Uh, it's super fucking realistic, I feel. Like, yeah. I feel like this is... Like, it's still a movie high school, but this feels legit for the most part. The way people interact and the senses of humor and all of that and the teachers, it nails it. And I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is just Flash as a character in general. Like, he's not, like, a cartoonish, like, jock mm-hmm. like he usually is in a lot of Spider-Man media. He's just a dude that doesn't like peter he's just a rich asshole (laughs) yeah Yeah. and he's not exactly he's not a monster or anything but he's completely modern bully like yeah bullies aren't i mean not anymore it's not a big footballer who's gonna you know a 25 year old man who's gonna punch you in the face (laughs) or whatever he's not gonna shove you in the locker and take your lunch money he's just an asshole yeah he's he's just gonna 
call you Penis Parker. Yeah, he's going to just be condescending. Like, that's about as far as he goes this entire movie. Like, he doesn't really do much else beyond yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, he's selfish. You see that yeah. like, in the elevator, he's trying to escape, yeah. and he almost you know, gets everybody killed, but <laughs> that's not his intention. Yeah, he's just kind of a dickhead, and I like that he's not this ridiculous, like you said, cartoonish character. I, I which, love that update. Which is even funnier considering they go to a technology-based high school. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, he's literally just another... He's on the... He's still a nerd, yeah. yeah. he's on, like, the... the I can't the even... Academic decathlon yeah. team. Yeah. Like, he's still a fucking nerd, but, like, he's like, Peter's more of a nerd. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, you even see that, like, he gets the answer wrong in class. Yeah. It's just so fun. Uh... No, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because that's a great innovation of the character. You know what confuses me? I don't know why this Flash in the next movie likes Spider-Man because Spider-Man stole his car and completely <laughs> trashed it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's fucking confusing to me. I also have always been like, is that girl Gwen? Is that Gwen Stacy? Like, is he supposed to be with Gwen Stacy because he's with like a blonde yeah. girl? Yeah, his homecoming date. They never say it or anything. I, I just yeah. I like to. Yeah, speculate like that. It's definitely possible, but I don't know. I don't think there'd be any reason for it to be. I just want it to be. Yeah, Yeah, I know. If Uh, anything, it'll be one of those things that they'll they'll retroactively. Yeah. Yeah. You know what really annoys me in terms of characterizations? Betty Brant is dressed exactly like Gwen Stacy the entire movie. It makes no fucking sense. I think Angry Rice is great. You've seen the Nice Guys. Yeah. She's great in that. She's fantastic. And that was like only the year before this. Yeah. She has a lot more to do in the next one. She's a non-character in this, pretty much. Yeah. She has that one moment when I they're do doing like, the newscast. Yeah, I do like all the newscasts. <laughs> Which is, do you have a date to Homecoming? Sorry, Jason, I already have a date. Okay. <laughs> like, okay, and then just a super zoom in. <laughs> yeah, I love the newscast. <laughs> yeah. and I love uh, We Were Saved by the Spider-Man. <laughs> Thank you, Spider-Man. Thank you, Spider-Man. It's the horrible zoomed-in image. Yeah. And then they take that joke even farther in the next one with the opening of the movie being yeah. the newscast. Uh, all the horrible. God, I, of... I love all that. I think that these two Spider-Man movies, and this one in particular, are two of the funniest movies in the MCU. I think this movie is as funny as something Specifically like Specifically with side is. characters. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like the side characters are all, like, in both of these movies are, like, way funnier than the main cast. Yeah, Not maybe. to say that they're not funny, but I feel like a lot of the best, like, comedic moments come from just, like, random one-off characters. Probably, yeah. I enjoy all of the decathlon team members especially yeah. like abe the kid who's using the bell for comedic purposes or like, yeah. that's hilarious i love that that's a great joke um hannibal burris being in this movie just oh, in general i love him yeah he's, i love he's him hilarious. so much yeah no what a great what a great character this yeah. is he's great i hope he's in uh i wish that he was in far from home like he was because they have the two teacher chaperones and yeah they, they're kind of bad <laughs> like, those characters aren't great i thought they were fine initially but i've seen that movie a lot recently and they they kind of great on me but if he was with that crew in that movie that would god been great. that that would have made that movie even better even better yeah he's fantastic yeah. uh that's when you get the first captain america joke is with him the yeah. <laughs> your gym teacher and he's on the other side of the tv like <laughs> even stuff like the fact franny that they 
like this is such a great use of the universe the fact that they used captain america fresh out of the ice too because he's in the avengers yeah, like 2012 the original, costume yeah. the ridiculous puffy <laughs> costume which you know they know yeah. that that's like the dumbest most technicolor costume they could have put him in <laughs> other than like the 40s propaganda costume yeah um but they just used him to make like p like psas for high schools so you're in detention. <laughs> you got detention. <laughs> Take it from a guy who was frozen nice for uh, 65 years. The only way to really be cool is to follow the rules. <laughs> uh, but in the fact that they just got Captain America, like in universe, isn't he got... a war criminal now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the states is the guy to show these to you. Yeah. Which is another great universe joke. But yeah, I just love that idea that like the government or whatever would be like in between him, you know, saving New York City. And, you know, saving the Triskelion and all the stuff in Winter Soldier. They made him make these fucking PSA videos. PSAs. Yeah, just these after-school special-style <laughs> videos. I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah, I also love one of the post-credit scenes being about <sighs> patience. Yes. Yeah. After waiting through the credits, yeah. which in the theater was fucking brilliant. Like, the first time I saw that, I was like, that's the best post-credit scene I've ever yeah, seen. I don't so know if good. it packs the same punch when you can just skip to it now. Yeah, no. Nobody sits through the credits. It's but. definitely made with being like sitting in a theater in mind and i right. I, I just love everything about it it's, how many more of these do we have yeah. <laughs> exactly and then he almost like breaks character yeah like i think you can look at that as either that is the transfer into like chris evans the actor asking the marvel crew how many yeah. more but or just steve rogers being like i've been working on these for like it could it could hours. literally be either one because we only see three yeah, but there could be a hundred in the PSAs. in the bonus features. Weren't there more? Yeah, they there didn't are use. more. There was yeah, like five like more. Eating your vegetables and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Captain America. Whether you're a student or a soldier, there's one thing that will always give you an edge: a hot lunch. Hi, I'm Captain America. I love celebrating this great nation on Fourth of July, but trust me, there's nothing patriotic about illegal fireworks. Hi, I'm Captain America. And I'm here to talk to you about one of the most important weapons in any soldier's arsenal, math. Hi, I'm Captain America. If you're watching this video, your parents have elected for you not to be present in the health class for a discussion of human reproduction. Hi, I'm Captain America. And I'm here to talk to you about one of the toughest enemies I've ever faced, tooth decay. I should also mention, um. If we want to just talk about Donald Glover real quick, who is also so fun yeah, in this. Yeah, I love Donald Glover. Great He's to see great. him. Also, obviously, he was famously always, you know, like fan cast for Miles Morales. That, mm-hmm. He's a huge Spider-Man fan, and they wanted to do that. And you see him in Spider-Verse. There's like a second where you see a community episode on the TV and that. He voiced uh, Miles in the Ultimate Spider-Man show, where they obviously meet the cast from Jesse. Uh, as we've seen. Yeah, famously. Yeah, famously. Uh, he gets that scene with the enhanced interrogation mode, which is like the parody of the Christian Bale Batman voice, yeah. which is also hilarious. They Just, do mention that Miles exists somewhere in the MCU. Yeah, they do. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do anything with that, but that <laughs> well, is a thing. We'll see, I guess, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's the other thing. He's like, no, I don't want these weapons in his neighborhood. A nephew lives here. And then there's a deleted scene, or I think on the DVD it's 
it's also a post credit scene where you see like he's still webbed to the car because he's got to be there for two hours, uh, yeah. even though his ice cream's melted. Yeah, sorry, Miles. I'm not, I'm not going to make it. We need to talk about Ned, too. Jacob mm-hmm. Badaloni's incredible in this. He's so funny. Gr- yeah. Great comic relief. I'm so glad they didn't just go Harry Osborne again. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they, they finally kind of refreshed it a little bit. Because he's not like any character we've seen in a Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man yeah. movies don't really have comic relief characters. Uh, I mean, they have comedy in them always, but I, when I think of the past Spider-Man movies before this, it's like, everybody's pretty serious, you know? Yeah, I feel like this movie, more than any of the other Spider-Man movies, has a much bigger focus on comedy, so it makes sense that Peter Parker's friend would be a comic relief character and not, like as serious of a character as in like the other two spider-man right. kind of series yeah well that's a lot more melodramatic in those movies yeah. i think just everything about those movies especially the well i was gonna say especially the raimi ones but i guess not all of them all of those movies are fucking everyone's crying and dying yeah all the time. <laughs> uh, and there's uh there's minimal death in this there's a disintegration at one point yeah of the shocker, of the shocker. Most characters make some jokes, but it's not everybody's a comedian the way it is in a lot of other yeah. MCU the, movies. The comedy in this feels a lot more genuine. Some of the, the quips in like Marvel movies, you could definitely tell, like, yeah, this is a joke. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it definitely feels more like this is just how people talk. It's the situation. People just say stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, situational comedy as opposed yeah. to like, written jokes. Yeah, I agree. It's such a subtle moment, but one of my favorite jokes in the entire movie is when they're working on the chitari core in their workshop class and there's like this huge like mechanical sound like something horrible's happened the teacher's just like keep your fingers clear of the blades yeah no i, I love all that high school humor because there's a lot of terrible high school movies and there's a lot of great high school movies over the you know the decades from the 80s onwards uh john hughes movies are a big inspiration on this, yeah this movie course. is very obviously inspired by like just generally high school movies from like the 80s and 90s right yeah like the breakfast club uh judd nelson of course from steel yeah. uh tying, <laughs> tying that back Ned's fantastic. I love how naturally Ned finding out he's Spider-Man works as he mm-hmm. just he crawls into that room and everything, just like in all the best MCU movies and best movies generally, the setups and payoffs are fantastic in this because they're having that conversation where he's like, oh, I'm going to, I'll come over. We can work on my Lego Death Star or whatever. And he's, you know, entranced by Liz Allen or whatever. And he's like, yeah, that sounds great. So there's a reason for Ned to be there without Peter knowing because he yeah. wasn't paying attention. It's, it's great. Aunt May, what do you think about her? <laughs> and don't just say she's hot because we know. <laughs> yeah, that's what... <laughs> she's the, obviously hot, yes. Yeah, that's what the, the entire internet has agreed on. I think I think it works for this version of Spider-Man. I know having a young Aunt May is a little weird. They considering... come in all shapes and sizes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> considering she's typically a very, very old woman. Mm-hmm. But Aunt May has gotten progressively younger in each iteration of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that's okay. Oh, yeah. No, I think she's really good in this. There's the one moment I don't love where she's like, if you ever see something like that, you turn, you run away. Like, I feel like they made her a little, that's a little more cowardly than I would like Aunt May to be, I think, is, <laughs> you know, being like, oh, yeah, you know, don't put yourself in harm's way ever, which I get. 
as like a protective yeah. situation. But that that one line has always been like that's an interesting thing for like it's supposed to be yeah. ironic, but you know whatever. Uh, it, it still works. Yeah, I, I think just, it's fine. It's kind of just whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I say, all my criticisms of the movie, I don't fucking care about them. Yeah. I just have them because I feel like I should at least address the tiny little things. There's only one thing in this movie I. F- I fucking think is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. And obviously you know what that is, right? What her friends call her. But we'll talk about that um, in a second. Yeah. That's so bad. That's indefensible yeah. uh, as far bad. as I'm concerned. Or or we can just talk about it now, I guess. Uh, yeah, if we're we talking can... about side characters, Zendaya's in this. I think she's great generally. Uh, Euphoria is a wonderful show. If you haven't watched that, you should and cry. Uh, <laughs> because that is one of the roughest pieces of media, I think, is that show. Um but she's great in that, and, you know, she was, like, before this movie, she was just, like, a Disney star. You know, she was on Shake It Up. Yeah. <laughs> Cece and Rocky, we know. <laughs> we were all there. <laughs> um, I watched so much of Clearly that. Clearly you were. I watched so much of that fucking show growing <laughs> up, I swear. But, yeah, this was her first, like, big movie that wasn't, I mean, everybody kind of knew who she was from, from that. But nobody wanted to admit that. But <laughs> she was in this movie. And, you know, at the time it was like, oh, my gosh, casting like a black actress to be or actor. I don't think we say actress anymore. I think actress is over. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I think for the most part, which is oh. fine. I, I've okay. pretty much gotten out of my vocabulary yeah. for the most part. It's like, cool. <laughs> but, yeah, getting getting a, a person of color to play Mary Jane, big air quotes there, it was a fucking thing idiots on the internet cared about and we're like you fucking you f- but she's fucking uh yeah. you know yeah, as they the do. internet being the internet as they do yeah you know everyone's the worst i i think she's great in this i like i usually don't like that kind of sardonic oh so edgy character but i think she is a rare exception where it works i feel like i like her a lot more in far from home but that might just be because she has more to to she that. definitely has more to do yeah like in this it's mostly she's just like in the background she flips off peter at a party that's kind of funny but she has some she has some lines i enjoy where yeah she's no. like, i'm not stalking him i'm just observant yeah uh, she definitely has she is definitely still an enjoyable character in this but i think she's much better yes. when she gets to actually be a character <laughs> i think aside from Martin Starr as the teacher in this movie, everybody is better in the next one. Like, as yeah. as far as the supporting cast goes. But, yeah, that's just because they have more to do. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think his teacher, who's great in this, is much worse in the next one. <laughs> but that, other than that, I think everybody's fantastic in this. The inclusion of Happy Hogan is fantastic. In both of these movies, yeah. fantastic. What a great way to keep this, keep that character relevant in these movies. Yeah, I honestly just love happy in like all these movies i just oh, love yeah. him as a character he's great yeah so but more I, of him is always good i love it's <laughs> like peter and tony stark have this relationship but most of the time peter has to go through happy he's texting happy constantly yeah and, leaving him voicemails every single day and the fact that happy's actually like you find out oh he does listen to those yeah he does, read the t- <laughs> like, he does care i think that's great i love that too because happy has to be like you know, he's like, oh, I don't care. If I, I don't care about your teenage problems. Just just don't get yourself in trouble. And then at the end, he's like, no, yeah, I do care. I know what the churro and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's really fun. And I like his inclusion in the next one, too, because they have that great speech in Far From Home where he's like, Tony was my best friend, but he was an asshole. Like, yeah, <laughs> nobody could sucks. live up to Tony, <laughs> not even Tony, if he wouldn't have done what he did if it wasn't for you and all that. And that's great. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about Far From Home as much, but we're not going to talk about that movie again. So it's important yeah. to keep that in the conversation. About it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, long time ago. And not to jump right to the end, but I love that this movie ends again 
the movie that introduces Spider-Man, the three like leads of the first Iron Man movie are all standing together at the end of this because Gwyneth Paltrow shows back up, uh, which you know she's insane in real life or, or whatever. But she, it's great to see her in this because we hadn't seen her in four yeah. years in, yeah. in one of these movies. I think it's good to see her. Uh, and then I presume she told that press conference about her candles or whatever. This will tie her over. But yeah, no, I remember that being very surprised when she walked through that door because I uh, thought yeah, she that... was just out forever. Yeah, it was, it was very weird to see her back. But I feel like she just kind of comes in and out of the MCU. Like, she'll just disappear for yeah. like a year or two and then come back. Well, she was in them pretty consistently from the first Iron Man to Iron Man 3. Cause she's yeah. in the Avengers. Uh, but then, yeah, we just didn't see her for a very long time and she shows back up. It, yeah, no, I do think it's nice to see her. Uh, that's another thing where, like, talking about Chris Pratt the other week where it's like, it's like, yeah, maybe not a great person, but I still like that character. It's, it's good to see that person. I don't like when he's like, I've been holding on to this ring since 2008. Get it? That's when they started. But I guess uh, the title funny. card people didn't watch that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of characters. You get uh, two shockers in this, which mm-hmm. is fun. Uh, the first guy's like an asshole, and he gets disintegrated on accident. Yeah, you're the, the new vulture. shocker. <laughs> that was the anti-gravity gun. And, and yeah, that's fun. I like the shockers. I like just having another like side Spider-Man character in these. I wish that's something the other Spider-Man movies would do more. Like now we kind of do it because you kind of have like the elementals and Far From Home or whatever. There's so many Spider-Man villains. Like Scorpion shows up in this too. Not yeah, in costume. In the post credit scene. Matt Gargan shows up. Well, he's on the ferry as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. Yeah. It's good. With how many <laughs> Spider-Man villains there are, considering how popular he is... It's very easy to just kind of toss in a like very like low power villain, just kind of right. in, just kind of toss him in there. Wouldn't hurt. It's do you nice. think? Do you think that Peter Parker would have chased the Shocker till the ends of the earth? <laughs> Shocker! You can't escape me. I'll chase you to the ends of the earth. The Tinker is in this. Phineas Mason. He's a lot of fun in this too mm-hmm. uh, i love him checking his phone sorry i'm a you know i'm a curious person by nature yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a great character he wants to do the high altitude val- vacuum seal which again rule of threes pays off you get he's asked about twice and then you know the third time actually happens mm-hmm. same with captain america you get three times uh there's a lot of that it's, uh yeah okay well tom holland does spider-man i you know the point of the movie really i guess is because he's great in civil war and what do you think about him in this? Because he gets the whole movie to himself for this. Yeah, I think for me, and I feel like most people, the the original three Spider-Mans, good Peter Parker, amazing Spider-Man, good Spider-Man, <laughs> MCU Spider-Man. The blend. Yeah, a bit of a blend. Like I feel like he's a weaker version of both, but mm. not by much. I, I, think... I really like Tom Holland as Spider-Man, but I feel like generally the sam raimi spider-man is a good is a slightly better peter parker in my opinion and amazing spider-man has a (laughs) ever so slightly better spider-man that's phenomenal to hear you say that yeah (laughs) that's wonderful giving garfield the respect he fucking deserves he he is a good spider-man it's just everything everything surrounding him is not (laughs) great unfortunately not everything for any of us most of it cruella Yeah, oh god cruella red carpet for any oh god i can't and whatever we can't talk about cruella we want the t- we don't have the time i do not understand why that's a movie that's being made i don't know who's that who that's even for 
the Maleficent crowd, except she skins dogs. Brandy, yeah. that character skins that dogs. Woman skins dogs and makes <laughs> coats out of them. She's going to be a hero, I think, right? That'll be like an anti-hero thing. That'll be a misunderstood, misunderstood character. I've... No, don't worry. She has a reason to skin dogs and yeah. want to murder puppies. A dog yeah, attacked her when she was young. I can't yeah. wait to see it. One of my favorite... Give her a scar. I, I like Letterboxd as a tool. I don't care much for the community all the time, but one of my favorite Letterboxd lists I've ever seen is called Female Joker Movies. <laughs> and that's one of them and I, I love that i think that's phenomenal andrew garfield is my favorite but i think <laughs> i think he's a better i think he might be a better peter parker in the way that he is a more relatable teenage character he acts like a teenager yeah his wants and desires are a lot less cinematic and dramatic than mcguire's were i yeah think. i feel like tom holland's peter parker is definitely much more relatable and uh the sam raimi peter parker i don't know why i can't i always forget the name of the actor uh, toby mcguire there's no I, way you forget the name of the actor you I, just I'm, said it <laughs> i know i'm i'm not even joking i always forget toby mcguire's name for some reason for any that's like the most important name i, I know podcast. um but toby mcguire peter parker is i feel like a more entertaining peter parker specifically because he's just <laughs> the worst such a loser yeah that's true that's true he's definitely the most losery of the peter yeah Parkers. i'll give you that but but somehow not the creepiest i feel like garfield's the creepiest oh yeah but but eh, just by a little bit yes, but, oh yeah no i'm not <laughs> yeah it's not so by much does not get off scot-free yeah <laughs> He's fantastic, and I think as Spider-Man, he's got the quips down, like yeah. the way that Toby never did, and the way I think Andrew might be more. Realistic. He was on the way to being who Toby or, or no, no 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 Andrew Garfield. Oh no, I think Andrew nails. I think he is the best at delivering the quips for me. But I think the way Tom Holland does them is great. Like they are different than the ones that Andrew Garfield did, and they're not quite like Tony Stark style quips. They're right in the middle in mm-hmm. a good way. I, I love the the illegal weapons fairy was at ten thirty. You missed it. Like that's a perfect Spider Man line. Yeah. What a great. You're not the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Right. All the bank stuff is great. I'm glad you brought that scene up. Oh, we should also talk about the trailers for this movie. Just showed everything. It was oh, one yeah. of those movies where everything was out there, but somehow it didn't ruin the movie because there was a lot that wasn't in those trailers. It's just like a lot of the story stuff was. Yeah. I feel like this is just like 2017 is the point in time where just every trailer started doing that, except for Star Wars. Star Wars trailers are always good at not showing stuff. That's like the one constant yeah. in trailers. I, but I feel like with Marvel movies specifically, mm. it's when it got to the point where like you just need to not watch the trailer. Like watch like the the thirty second teaser trailer right, and yeah. then ignore everything else. Yeah, especially yeah, as long as it's not an Avengers trailer. Yeah. Those were pretty solid also. But... Watch the the TV trailers and yeah, then you're probably yeah. okay. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you look at the Endgame trailers, it's like there's maybe like 2 minutes of footage between all the trailers and all that footage from the first 10 minutes of like of Endgame. Yeah, so it's that's... like, ah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that that those that's a pretty solid marketing campaign. Yeah. I I did I did love that. But, yeah, like they right. literally that feeling of not knowing what was going to happen yeah. at all. And then also with those movies being so long, where like two minutes literally means nothing because the movie right, is like yeah. almost three hours long. Peter, no, Peter Parker, I think he's great. I really don't have any complaints. I think he's got like the struggles with the relationships and with wanting to be bigger than he is and wanting the approval of Tony Stark and wanting to be, 
you know, like Iron Man and trying to balance all this stuff and the way he feels like beyond high school and all that is wonderful. I feel like this Peter Parker feels the most, I guess, balanced as a person in general. Right. Like yeah. it's a balance between Andrew Garfield being way too cool to be Peter Parker. Yeah. And Tobey Maguire being so much of a loser. <laughs> Like, I feel like right, Tom yeah, Holland, yeah. Peter Parker is a good balance of being a normal person you're that never, is believable. You're never worried that Tom Holland is, like, not going to have somewhere to sleep tonight the way you are with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Where it's like, he with has Toby this Maguire apartment. Maguire just being, like, borderline homeless at all times. Yeah, like, his door <laughs> is broken. He can't keep a job. He has no money. Yeah, exactly. Everyone hates him. He can't get to the play on. Like, everything about his life is just fucking... He's just miserable. Yeah. <laughs> all those movies. <laughs> and I'm glad that Tom Holland isn't like that. Because bad things happen yeah. to him. Toby Tobey Maguire but... is not allowed to be happy. No, never. But well, he, There's a point in Spider-Man 2 where he looks out the window and asks if he can be happy. Or he's like, yeah. am I not supposed to have what I want, what I need? Like... There's a, literally a moment where he yeah. asks, like, God, <laughs> his life is just wrecked. And it is. Sam Raimi, why are you doing this to me? Yeah, yeah, maybe that's who he was talking to. That wasn't even for the movie. That was Tony McGuire. Yeah, uh, it was out of it was out of character. That was just that was just Tony McGuire <laughs> asking Sam Raimi, why are you making me do this? Yeah. One complaint, or maybe not complaint, but one thing I would say about this Spider-Man is Tony McGuire has lots of great Spider-Man moments where like like hero moments where he'll save the kids from being in, you know, in front of the car or whatever. He'll lift the the big thing over Mary Jane so she can get away and all that. Andrew Garfield has even better ones where he saves the kid in the truck in the first movie and he walks the kid home in the second movie. Not we, much of that. In we this. always talk about. I don't think Tom Holland ever has a moment where he saves somebody he doesn't know. Like in both yeah. of the in any of his movies, I don't really know if he ever goes out of his way to really save anybody. The closest thing would be like the when the boat was falling apart but even yeah. then he didn't really do that and that he was caused more... that yeah <laughs> like, like yeah so, okay, like, he'll clean up after himself or save one of his friends but most of the time yeah there's not really those moments you know and then even the like the montage of him like helping people he's it never was very saving... it was super small stuff yeah, and he's usually, like, stopping somebody from stealing a bike or their own car. Yeah. <laughs> Where, uh... Which, to be fair, that is kind of what Spider-Man is around for. Like, that's kind of what... It... Yeah. Okay, yeah. That montage is one of the greatest superhero sequences to me. I think, yeah, like... When I say Spider-Man moments, I mean hero moments where he saves somebody. Yeah. I don't mean moments where the character... Like, there are, like, three moments at least where the character is fucking perfect in this and that is one of them i do like that he in that montage when he fucks up yeah oh like, that's phenomenal. my car <laughs> yeah that's great and everybody's yelling at him and yeah you're stanley cameo yeah, i love that that's uh, such a good scene that's it's wonderful and yeah. it happens so early it sets sets the tone in a lot of ways uh hey spider-man <laughs> do a flip best yeah. line in the whole movie yeah the fun, maybe the best <laughs> little gag in the whole movie just the way there's a guy like old guy behind him with a boom box and they're both yeah. like yeah <laughs> You see it on the news and Spider-Man's coming out of a porta potty or, or he's in like a, a cylinder or whatever. Like he never yeah. looks cool. I love that. That's great. No, when that montage starts, just watching him suit up too and you see the abs and he has to like web up his backpack. I love that. Yeah. Like that sequence with Blitzkrieg bot playing, which is also very resonant to me because the Ramones did a very famous cover of the Spider-Man theme song in like in the, the 90s. <laughs> 
and that was like I was obsessed with that in like elementary school and even before that like that was like one of the first songs I was ever like this is the fucking greatest thing I've ever heard in <laughs> Spider-Man and in the Ramones like I grew up listening to the Ramones so having that Can song you believe this shit? <laughs> play in this movie fucking blew my my mind and like Andrew Garfield wears a Ramones t-shirt in one of those movies and I was like that's awesome then yeah. so seeing that song here is just it's, it's better than I ever could hope for. I, I blows my mind. That sequence is perfect. The suit is fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. I it love is the suit. Brilliant. Like the colors are phenomenal. That's something we definitely talked about in Civil War because it's the same suit more or less. Uh, I don't know if there's some different lines on this <laughs> because there always who is. cares. <laughs> uh, some people might think the armbands are a little over designed. I think it's okay. Yeah, for the most fine. When you like notice them when you look at a picture of them and it's like oh <laughs> that's so weird but you never know it on screen yeah it's think. only when you look at him and he's like not even just standing still it has to be like image is yeah, when you notice right. no i don't notice but, it on yeah. like in a film when ever. he's like standing around in the movie you don't really notice it no yeah no it's it's only like promotional material yes like that looks weird and then you never see it in the movie i I love the and this isn't usually something we would talk about but i love the posters for this movie too like they're great where you see yeah a lot of the the advertising for this movie was actually weirdly very good trailers aside (laughs) aside from the trailer showing everything no you're right yeah definitely great series of interviews with everybody uh this started tom holland spoiling stuff god yeah i i love Pretty much all the Marvel interviews. I think everybody loves those. Yes, but, yeah. we've yeah. confessed to to being big dorks for that stuff because yeah. it's great <laughs> to see those guys. They're all they're all so much fun. And Tom Holland's a great addition to that. The greatest thing Tom Holland's ever given us is Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan making fun of Tom Holland. Yes, I I love all three of them. Yeah, Tom's yeah. throwing it off balance every day because he's the littlest guy you know and it's like he has that napoleon you know exactly it was good until tom holland showed up with his juice boxes and diva and his assistant he upgraded now you saw he did now he has two assistants ever since the new movie came out the movie come out now he has two assistants it's just a problem he's a wildly annoying person one dude literally just has a backpack of juice boxes. You really bring Thomas juice boxes. <laughs> <laughs> he gets cranky when he doesn't have his sugar. I need to watch this movie. You ever seen Spider-Man Homecoming? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the Falcon. Oh no, there isn't one. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he's great, and that's a great moment. Obviously, one of the most poignant moments and one of the greatest MCU foreshadowing scenes ever is the conversation between Tony Stark and Peter Parker on the roof. Mm -hmm. You know that I was the only one who believed in you? Everyone else said I was crazy to recruit a 14-year-old kid. I'm 15. No, this is where you zip it, all right? The adult is talking. What if somebody had died tonight? Different story, right? Because that's on you. And if you died, I feel like that's on me. Uh, after the cruise ship scene, which is also a great fucking scene. Yeah, great scene even outside of the context of what happens later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and all the, the action scenes are great. Uh, but yeah, with that scene, you get the boat is cut in half. Like The pose he does is similar to Tobey Maguire stopping the, the, the train. train in Spider-Man 2, but it's not too similar. 
it wasn't until they did it again in, in like Miles Morales and Spider-Verse also has the visual imagery of that. Yeah, that that's like the new It became too much then. Yeah, it's like the classic Spider-Man pose at this point. Yeah, but in this is still fresh. Yeah. Uh, uh for the most part. I mean, yeah. I do like the Spider-Man PS4 one though. It totally worked last time. That's a good subversion, but Yeah. Yeah. They, it's definitely become a, a little it's overused. Miles holds a bridge together in his game, so it's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay, all right, we got it. Let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's change this. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in this is great. I love the fairy. I love how frantic it is when he's trying to connect everything. It's like 98% success rate. And then Iron Man has to come in and save him because Iron Man's doing that shit constantly. He's always, you yeah, know, that's saving That's thing. He's saving been doing people. this for a long time. <laughs> he's saving people coming out of Air Force One, air dropping from the sky. He's fighting big drones. You know, he's saving little Peter Parker at the Stark Expo, <laughs> I guess. You see the damaged Stark Expo at the start of this and his footage that he does. I think that's interesting because yeah, that's I where I was wondering if it's like, oh, is that like a little did somebody have that idea on set and was like if that iron man 2 theory is right we'll throw this in there to fuel that flame or whatever yeah uh if if that's why because i don't know why else that imagery would be in this movie it would make no sense so i think that's that's probably why i'll take that as that but i can't remember if that theory was confirmed before this movie or not i think it might have been after yeah which not long after i think it was like while this movie was still like out in theaters like when it was still kind of like relevant i feel like is when it got confirmed but i don't yeah yeah no yeah but the the conversation they have on the roof everybody knows it and obviously that pays off big time in infinity war in the most like heartbreaking way it possibly could that is the new like with great power comes great responsibility. If you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it. Just a wonderful piece of like mentorship, <laughs> you know, a lot more aggressive than Uncle Ben's, but necessary. Yeah. Let's just say it was the tough love moment you needed. Yeah. <laughs> right? Let's just say it was. But in terms of the other action scenes, you get the scene in suburbia, which is fucking fantastic because he doesn't have the advantage of having lots of buildings or anything. Yeah, he just has to like barrel through people's yards. Yeah, falling <laughs> making the tree houses fall over and you know, he ruins like that sleepover that girls are having in the tent or whatever and all that. I maybe it pushes it a little too far when they show Ferris Bueller, which is obviously what's referencing. Yeah. And he's like, Great movie. It's like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, we, we get got it. it. <laughs> we got it without you having to show it. Well, maybe my favorite single issue Spider Man comic of all time. Amazing Spider Man, issue two hundred sixty seven. <laughs> Uh, the, the commuter cometh is just that it's just an issue of spider-man suburbia it's from i think it's from like 1986 or 7 and it's just spider-man and it's like the first time that ever happened where he doesn't have the buildings he's just following like this one mobster guy who he suspects for something and it has all of like the the funniest situations you could possibly think of i'll leave a link to the comicsology link or whatever in the description because that is just a fucking perfect comic yeah it completely contains story it's hilarious in this movie like starting off the scene he like shoots the web shooter into like the open field and he just has to like run through sprinklers (laughs) yeah exactly sucks (laughs) because in earlier ned asks him have you ever just like seen how far your web can go if it was me i'd stand in an open field (laughs) just do it and then he does it pay off and i love that scene where because one of the big things that we were all excited for before this movie came out was no origin story. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fucking watch Uncle Ben get shot for the third time. You don't have to see that spider bite. None of that. They referenced the spider bite. Yeah, they to still Ned, they naturally. still go over the origin very briefly in like a mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah, tiny little Uncle Ben something. Yeah, that 
will never no one cares <laughs> it's fine whatever uncle ben doesn't exist in the mcu <laughs> he basically doesn't and i don't really care yeah that's, that's it's it's fine he's not necessary i know you see his briefcase in far from home whenever yeah has the, yeah it doesn't matter doesn't matter uh I just like him explaining it to Ned. I like the gym class scene. Even just a little moment where he's too good at doing the sit-ups and the teacher's like, looking good, Parker, and he has to like slow it down because <laughs> yeah. he has the metabolism <laughs> or whatever. Fantastic. That leads to them going to Liz's party, which is also a hilarious scene. Maybe not great that he's changing like in front of an open window. Yeah, just a giant window. There's not a single person that saw him changing <laughs> over there. Yeah, it would have been very easy. Uh but then there's even that line to the vulture later where he's like, nice house, uh, lots of windows. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, oh, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, no. um, it was dark outside. Yeah, whatever. sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, movie dark. Yeah, <laughs> what we movie saw, dark. Which means spotlights everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the whole party scene's great. I love Ned and his hat. <laughs> Peter, mm. that is not working. This is not cool. <laughs> even that friendship between like Ned and Aunt May, the way they talk to each other. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, that's... Whenever I talk to a friend's parents, it's exactly what it's like. <laughs> it's, it's just that dynamic. I love that. I think the last thing we really need to talk about, I mean, there's tons of things we need to talk about, but the vessel for talking about them yeah. is Michael Keaton as Adrian Toomes, the vulture. Great. It's, we're an hour in, and this is the first time we've mentioned yeah. him, really. One of the greatest superhero villains ever. Yeah, one of definitely one of my favorites in the MCU. He's just, yes. he's great. I hope he comes back and at some point. <laughs> oh, he will in Morbius. Michael Morbius. Got tired of doing the whole good guy thing, huh? What's up, Doc? He's in, he's in Morbius, oh, remember? Shit. Yeah, he's in the yeah, trailer for any... Shit. God damn it. That's, yeah, I You'll totally definitely forgot see about him. that. You'll definitely see well, him. Well, I hope he's as good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he will be. Uh, Don't worry, Franny. It's Morbius. They wouldn't let you down. Well, outside of Mor- Morbius, I hope he comes back. <laughs> Can't believe you forgot about Morbius. Uh, yeah, I I can't believe I forgot about it, especially when it got delayed a sixth time. <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> the movie's never coming out. Yeah. Jared Leto has no career in superhero movies. This is the new. <laughs> yeah, this is the new New Mutants. Morbius is the new New Mutants. I'm saying yeah. it now. Michael Keaton. Of course, we've talked about his Batman films. Yep. Be a, I'll sure only have. bring that up. So I can put links to the description <laughs> to our episodes. Shameless I, plug. I really enjoy. I love doing those Batman movies. Those were so fun. Doing <laughs> yeah. the first two and then doing the last two with Noah was that was a blast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's great in those. And then he did Birdman, another like superhero esque uh, thing. Well, that's about him being a sad superhero actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta watch that again. I haven't seen that. I don't think I've ever seen it in a very long time. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to after we finished up the the Batman movies with him in them, and then I just didn't. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> I wanted because we didn't even mention the director John Watts. He did a movie called Clown, which was a man and he was transforming into a clown what? from like 2015. Yeah, he got a curse or something, or he put on a magic clown costume and he became a clown. Okay. I really like that movie. I think it's really fun and really gross. And a lot of fucking kids die in that movie. That's one of the highest kid kill counts I've ever seen in my life. Um, they were like, that guy. <laughs> He'll do Spider-Man. Yeah. He also did a movie with Kevin Bacon called Cop Car. Uh, where some where he turns into a cop car. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He got it. No, yeah, where... Kevin Bacon transforms into a cop car. <laughs> yeah, it's a Transformers sidequel. No, it's like a movie. It's just a movie where like two kids steal a cop car. <laughs> no, they steal. What a filmography. Apparently, it's really good. No, like they steal a cop car. 
and Kevin Bacon is the cop, and he goes crazy. <laughs> he tries to like chase the kids down, stealing his cop car. Okay. Um, cool. And that's on Netflix. And I was gonna watch that this morning, and then I didn't. Put in a plug to those movies too, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buy a clown and buy cop car. Clown, I can vouch for. It's like a werewolf movie, but he's a clown. And there's a scene where he like tries to take the he has like the big red nose, and he tries to take it off, but he can't. He ends up like like it's like blood everywhere in the sink because he can't take off the clown nose. Why? Why is this the guy that they decided? You know, we're gonna give this guy uh, the power to direct two Spider-Man movies. Three now. Well, About yeah, now three. three. Yeah. Uh, isn't it insane that we're getting a Spider-Man a sequel to this, a threequel to this, in like seven months, and we haven't fucking seen a single second of it? So I'm glad. Far? Yeah, I mean we've seen like don't set do any pictures, trailers. But... Yeah, 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 of nothing. Yeah, if you like... showed me those set pictures, said this is from Spider-Man: Far From Home, I would go, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, the only thing is like they're shooting the most complicated MCU fight scene ever. Oh, yeah, because there's going to be okay. three Spider-Mans <laughs> yeah. and every other man's. Also, all the other bad mans. So I want to watch that. Oh, yeah. I think we were thrown off by cop car. <laughs> <laughs> Look, now I want to see a movie where Kevin Bacon turns into a cop car. Franny, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I'll see if we can get... We'll have to ask Sam Hargrave <laughs> if he has anything <laughs> coming up. Isn't it nice to see a villain who's right? Like, he's right. Yeah, he's right. His methods are just wrong. a guy, he's again. He's just a guy. Like, he's just a disgruntled guy, very understandably. <laughs> and he doesn't die, either. Yeah. He's the only main Spider-Man villain, aside from the lizard, who doesn't die. <laughs> Maybe Mysterio, but that's still TBD on that. I'm sure he'll be back, but we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, I don't... Canonically, right now, he's dead. Yeah. As far as we know, he is dead at the moment. But, but this is also the first Spider-Man movie to not have a fucking graveyard scene in it. <laughs> because it's not bleak as, as the other ones. Yeah, and also not about Uncle Ben. <laughs> yeah, no. It, the next Spider-Man movie is all about the death of a mentor, but not this one. Yeah. <laughs> this one we're still cruising fine. <laughs> and I think I always... I was saying this to people before Infinity War came out. I, would, I probably told you this even. I was like, okay... We got Guardians Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Thor Ragnarok, which all have, you know, they, they all have emotional dramatic moments. Maybe not Ragnarok. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything in that. There's maybe Odin's death. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's not really that. Yeah. That movie doesn't care about that, which is fine. That's a fucking great movie. Yeah. Um, but we got these three movies that are mostly focused on comedy, and I was always saying that was because we were about to get the absolute downfall with the most stark like i think everyone knew bleak but... mc movies ever yeah of course yeah and we like... did like that's exactly what happened like we knew we're getting these very like funny marvel movies flashy marvel movies because infinity war is very funny but it's also fucking terrifying yeah, it's very funny until it isn't yeah like loki as far as we know permanently dying yeah. at least in this universe that version's fucking everyone dead. else dying thor <laughs> will never see loki again oh no yeah unless well, oh god, I I can't uh, I can't wait yeah. for the end of the yeah. Loki series to be. Mm -hmm. Oh look, yeah. Loki's back in our universe. Anyway, <laughs> that's just for the future. So mm -hmm. I don't want to cut. Uh, but yeah, no, he's right, and he is terrifying. Also, the Vulture yeah. is a very he fucking scary pulls a man. gun on him. Yeah, he does. That scene's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Even like the Vulture suit itself. Yeah, like when it flies down in that suburban scene and just picks him up and drops him. You get the little Batman reference with the silhouette on the moon. Mm -hmm. It's like when the Batwing goes. I can't believe that we have a Batman movie where that's great. Yeah, come on, that's great. It goes up to the moon for any. Why would he do that? 
What a great He's... maneuver. Oh, you These know what? Ridiculous. <laughs> we never mentioned in our Batman Forever episode the part where Batman gives Commissioner Gordon a thumbs up from the ground in the Batwing when he couldn't possibly see him. Yeah, he definitely does that. I love that. I send you that gif all the time. Yep. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. You sure do. I love it. It's great. <laughs> what else? I, I need to work Batman Forever into your life as much as it's in mine. That's really, that's my yeah. thesis. Um, I never look at Michael Keaton in this and it's like, oh, it's Batman. Yeah, no, it's just, he's a very scary guy. <laughs> he is, yeah. Like, I feel like, as a as a person, I feel like Michael Keaton doesn't look very intimidating. No. But in this movie, he is very good at being intimidating. Yeah, even when he's not in suit. Just Adrian yeah. Toomes the guy, especially towards the end. Yeah, just uh, as a guy, he is kind of scary. No, he is, yeah. And, oh, and also because we're... There's oh my god! There's so many things to talk about. The whole sequence in the damage control facility, where like because they have that fight with the vulture, and that's you know he's on the truck and oh my god, we didn't even talk about the Washington Monument, Franny. There's so much in this movie. <laughs> the Washington Monument's great. That's some of the best looking Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, that that was all great. I get legit vertigo when he like looks over the the side of it. Yeah, and you see how high up he is. That's great. He does like the Die Hard. Uh, kick in the window thing with the by jumping over a helicopter yeah and he uses the web wings (laughs) yeah it's so great and you get the spider drone of course even before that when you just get he's stuck in that facility and he knows that ned has the like the chitari energy core bomb yeah (laughs) like the the music that plays in that whole sequence like the score of that it's so suspenseful like he's just trying to get out and so frantic and it works as like it also works when because you see them in the decathlon and it's like you want them to win that, but also you don't want them to explode. Uh, that, <laughs> that's more important. But it, it works in so many ways. And then they go up in the elevator and it's damaged. Also, we get Karen, which is like his Jarvis or Friday or whatever, mm-hmm. basically. And we don't have her in the next one for no reason at all. Yeah, I I really like her in this movie, and it's unfortunate that we just don't and in the next one she's voiced by jennifer connelly wife of paul bettany so that's also yeah, very that's fun that's always great uh and she's great also i, I think she's great but yeah I, I love that she has that and i even love like the banter they have is similar to the ones that jarvis and tony has where she's like hey how was your spanish quiz or <laughs> like yeah. she's, I, I like that um i think your impressions are very funny but yeah that is that's great the whole sequence where he like learns how to use all the different webs is great and you could say like oh activating instant kill mode <laughs> yeah an instant kill okay Riddle me this, Batman. What would instant kill be? Because we see it in Endgame, but that's the Iron Spider suit that has the legs in yeah. it. Yeah. So what would instant kill be in a suit with no robot legs in it? Um. Because <laughs> I don't know. I'm. It doesn't really feel. I like... mean, the first thing I would think of is just the uh, the taser webs but to such volt- a high voltage yeah. that they just fucking kill someone. Like they just stop their heart. Either that or like very high impact webs i mean enough power behind it you could definitely shatter somebody's rib cage with a spider web that's true (laughs) that's yeah oh yeah definitely yeah just fucking he has grenades technically (laughs) wouldn't it be great to watch spider-man like on purpose kill somebody the way he killed gwen stacy like push somebody off yeah push somebody just snap their their neck wouldn't that be (laughs) that's so horrible i wonder if that's ever them down and catch them by the head (laughs) i've never seen that happen but i would love to see that happen i i would be very interested in seeing a spider-man go on a murderous rampage because like yeah he has the strength for it. Yeah. Like, oh, he, he could, could very easily kill somebody. He could kill everybody. And he has, yeah. he's killed tons of people. And that's that's without 
the webs or any of his like other gadgets like what the fuck could he do with like the tech that he has and i love that that's another like tony stark is fucking insane like tony stark is you know kind of leveled himself out more by this point you know because civil war he got beat up real bad <laughs> like he got his ass fucking he got eviscerated we, we all saw yeah he got <laughs> eviscerated um emotionally and physically <laughs> but he fucking put like because the suit was made when he was still insane and he put an instant kill yeah, in he, this teenager's costume. he gave a 15 year old a weapon of mass destruction yeah and then he gives him another one in far from home yeah an even worse one yeah but it's against aliens so it's okay yeah that's true oh no i mean edith the glasses oh shit yeah which is a literal <laughs> fucking just murderous drones yeah you can kill a 17 year old in mere seconds with it if you want <laughs> um but yeah, no, I I love seeing Tony Stark's insane. Like, there's a million different bells and whistles yeah, in that suit. Yeah, he is suit. an absolute psychopath. <laughs> yeah, and I just I like that. It's like, oh, you have unlimited web combinations, basically. I, I I really enjoy that having all the different kinds of webs. Usually, I wouldn't like that because it's not very Spider-Man-y. But for this story, it's great, and for establishing Tony Stark, that's great. The Vulture is always great in costume. I love the final fight between them on the the plane. Also, that's really great and the the stealth plane and you get all the avengers stuff that's up there peter parker actually saves him at the end he doesn't just let him blow himself up yeah. like every other spider-man villain who's <laughs> ever lived well actually in amazing spider-man 2 he just kills electro he just blows him up yeah. literally <laughs> just blows him up he doesn't really yeah kill himself he kills him yeah he kills directly him. yeah <laughs> it's pretty I was, we don't talk about that he fucking whatever but we have we need to talk about maybe the pinnacle scene of the entire movie which is that car ride and the montage that because he gets the suit taken away which is incredible scene with the full montage where he asks liz allen to the homecoming dance and then you get the the fun like very 80s style montage of aunt may helping him learn how to dance and tie a tie and all that which is cute and then she go he goes to her house and who opens the door with a fucking vulture and that that was such was shocking. A, yeah, that yeah. was such a big surprise. Like when I first saw the movie, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm shocked. Sorry, horrible joke. I just I didn't want Noah to hear me say "shock" earlier and text me and be like, "You fucker did say I can't believe you." Shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shut up, Noah. Shut up, Noah. Uh, no, you're right. Shit. <laughs> Surprising every time I see it because I never expected that. And I think some people are like, "Why does every Spider-Man villain have to be connected to Peter Parker?" Because it's dramatic. Yeah. Shut it's, up. It's more interesting that way. <laughs> Who cares? You want to be just some guy? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Like it's it's more interesting when they have a personal connection and it's not just a guy because then what reason does he have to even care yeah it's just a guy exactly (laughs) and throw him in jail that works in you know some stories that doesn't work in i don't like you know it's bad in a james bond movie when everybody's connected or in a sometimes in star wars when everybody knows everybody and everyone's best friends with luke skywalker no matter where you are in the fucking galaxy but in this it totally works and i love it and that sequence is fantastic and watching him just like he's terrified because when I first saw this movie, my first thought was, did the vulture, like, kidnap Liz or whatever? And then it's like, oh, it's her, 
her dad. Like, yeah. what? Oh my god! And like throughout the movie, he always talks about that he's doing all the stuff that he does for his, for family, his family. Right? Yeah. So obviously, yeah, he probably has a kid. <laughs> yeah, maybe your wife would like to know where you get all your money or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's that whole sequence is great. That's Michael Keaton's like standout scene, and just like the way he's a he's such a dad, and not like a dad the way people say it now, where it's like he's so hot. Cause yeah. Yeah, but no, he's a father. <laughs> he's a father. <laughs> Is that worse or better? I don't know. Um, but he's just acting like the the dorky dad or whatever, and it's yeah. great. And he can't stop like looking at, <laughs> at yeah. him and all that. Like, and then the car ride up is it's perfect. It's terrible what happened down there in DC, though. Were you scared? I bet you're glad when your old pal Spider Man showed up in the elevator, though. And just just him asking the questions he's asking he's not like probing him at first he's just asking him like normal questions uh and then they wait at the the light and the light is red and you see the red light on his face yeah. as he starts to I, figure I it out i love that and then when he actually figures it out it's it, green yeah and, it turns green uh, isn't that just the Perfect. best it's the best and there's one tiny moment in that scene which is the most relatable thing i've ever seen in my entire life which is you know, Peter Parker is like completely distracted by this thing that's going on, and Liz Allen leans over and shows him something on her yeah. phone. And is like, "Oh, look at this! Isn't that adorable?" And he's like, "Oh!" He's like, and then yeah. he just snaps back yeah. to being the just... most like distracted man yeah. alive. That is, yeah, he like laughs at it or whatever, and then looks up, and he's just right back to being like completely out of it. And that <laughs> is how I feel every day of my life. Yeah, <laughs> just anytime anyone's like, you know, most people, anytime anyone's like, "Look at this," I'm like, "Oh." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> this does not affect me. And that's what I mean, where it's like a movie that like has teenage characters and understands them is so foreign now. And, you know, even then, because it's like if you want to be like, oh, you know, I enjoy a lot of John Hughes movies, but almost all of them have something where it's like, oh, no, <laughs> like a, ra- a weird racist character or a weird rapey character yeah. or both if you're 16 Candles or, or whatever. Or a mix of everything if you're modern television. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I think this is just such a great honestly, like one of the best teen movies to come out in the last like 10 years. Yeah. And um, all it took was writing them like they're normal people <laughs> right yeah exactly like they're human beings that you could actually believe it exists somewhere <laughs> yeah and even like we haven't really talked about liz allen but she's great too like i really enjoy like peter just she gives him these chances that he does not deserve because he's not at the decathlon she's like yeah that was important to me but wh- whatever and at the end she's like yeah it's shitty that you just ran out on me but we're, we're moving like it's, yeah. i i think that she's such a like Nobody ever talks about her, but she's a strong character in this, I think, in terms of just dealing with all this bullshit constantly. Yeah. and The usual superhero stuff. <laughs> yeah, but she never gets credit for, for yeah. that, and I think she's great. And she was on 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> you know, uh, critically acclaimed show. Yeah, I think initially, and then it devolved into Lucy. <laughs> First season's totally fine, I think, uh, aside from some questionable moments uh but but yeah no so but that that whole vulture sequence is great and then i need to give him the dad talk which again a very 
a wonderful moment when she walks out of the car just it takes it pulls the, out a gun takes the glock <laughs> <laughs> does she know i love that and peter doesn't really try to deny it like he does for the first second and then immediately it's like i yeah, know who you like are you know who i am what do you say thank you it's perfect yeah and he walks in space age love songs playing and it's, he's just like i have to go like you deserve this he's the shittiest it's it's perfect it's yeah. wonderful uh as he walks out and and he puts on the homemade suit. I love that the finale is in the homemade suit when you've had the yeah. high tech suit for the rest of the movie. Also, um, I also love that he just keeps all of his shit hidden under the, <laughs> under lockers, the lockers. Just lifts up the entire section of the wall. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, great like use of environment. And I mean, that's a great place to hide them because no like, gonna find who, that. Who is lifting up every single locker on this side of the school? Yeah, that's great. Even you see him use his uh make web fluid in his chemistry class yeah fantastic also oh, there's so many like tiny because this movie is so many tiny things this is gonna be such a fucking long episode yeah um can't this wait one is it. not coming out on time this will never come out <laughs> uh, it's been solid enough that i'm like i probably just put this out <laughs> but i never do when i yeah. say that Whereas, like, i'll just put this out and then you're like it's a week and a half late yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but I've, I've been doing too much eyeing though that's why that's why i won't whatever yeah uh who cares uh no and ned gets his his moment where he uses the web shooter on the shocker and the shocker hits him with a fucking bus this spider-man takes so much abuse i think he hits him he gets hit like on three different buses oh yeah hit with one he slams into one and he's in one yeah and he's in one yeah no he eats shit (laughs) constantly and that's before he gets a building a plane <laughs> yeah, or gets a building dropped on top of him yeah. which is another uh incredible moment <laughs> and that conversation between him and the vulture is phenomenal too you're young you don't understand how the world works yeah but i understand that selling weapons to criminals is wrong how do you think your buddy stark paid for that tower or any of his little toys those people pete those people up there the rich and the powerful they do whatever they want guys like us like you and me They don't care about us. We build their roads and we fight all their wars and everything. They don't care about us. We have to pick up after them. We have to eat their table scraps. I know you know what I'm talking about, Peter. Why are you telling me this? Because I want you to understand. Yeah. And that's where you really even more understand the vulture. It's like, yeah, no, you're right. Like, where he's like, yeah, we fight their wars, we build the roads, but they don't care. Uh, So fuck them <laughs> and I, yeah i agree especially as we have an increasing amount of corrupt billionaires and corrupt billionaires getting divorced uh, and, and yeah, all the, that the message of this movie is eat the rich <laughs> yeah it, it is and it's yeah it really is though in a, in a kind of pressing way it's like yeah disney can be soulless but b- between the message of this and the message of like falcon the winter soldier it's like they're not always on the side of the company that yeah it's weird that like with how as. horrible of a company they are right yeah. they allow their filmmakers to to trash them yeah to yeah. so obviously trash them <laughs> yeah well i feel like they are you know too if i'm giving disney any credit i'm giving them the credit that I don't think they want to be that always. Like, I feel like a lot of the people in charge, like, there's a lot of soulless, you know, accountants and all that. But I feel like the fact that they let art like this kind of depict those companies in a bad light is better than, like, fucking Amazon would never let that really oh, happen God, no. or anything. So, you know, the just the, the small, it doesn't fix anything, but the small fact that they let that yeah, Not everyone at Disney is horrible. It's just right, that... Yeah. And they it let, is so big that it is horrible. The fact that, yeah, exactly. It owns everything. But yeah. 
Vulture was like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you if you step out of line and interfere with my business again. And he, as far as he knows, he does. Yeah. He drops a building on Dropped him. Drops an entire building on him. <laughs> and Tom Holland gives a magnificent performance mm-hmm. in that moment where he's just crying. Like, he's a fucking kid. He's screaming for it. It's, it's insane. Tom Holland is very good at crying. He is. He does it in pretty much every mcu movie he's been in except for civil war that's because he dies he died and everyone around him died like he gets to that sad pierre parker yeah. point in a way where it isn't constant tobey mcguire is constantly crying and for the life he leads i don't blame him <laughs> because yeah, it's no. terrible uh it is very understandable that he is just constantly crying yes. i'm surprised his eyes aren't just constantly red yeah <laughs> yeah well you know <laughs> you know, yeah, he's paying prescription eye drops because I think I think they literally would just have veins in them. Yeah, um, he gets them for free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because everyone's like, we don't want to look at you. Uh, but that's horrible. But Tom Holland is. Uh, he's great in that scene. I don't love the imagery where he looks at the mask and it's half him because it's a it's a little cheesy. Well, for in the my comic, taste. that means spider sense. Like that, whenever he has his spider yeah. sense in the comics, it'll be half Peter, half Spider Man with the lines around it, which is what it is. And I don't. I think it's supposed to be like the duality of Peter Parker and Spider Man because he's like, come on, Spider Man, when he lifts the thing yeah. or whatever, which is great. It's a great idea, but based on what that imagery is in the comics i feel like it's yeah, a little what, bit what confused. that stands for is a little awkward yeah but, but it's still a great spider-man moment i, I wouldn't yeah. take that away from it no it's it's phenomenal and unfortunately and that final fight is great like we mentioned uh and i love the sound design that one moment where the sound like goes out oh uh, yeah like ears briefly ringing and yeah. then he gets hit and the sound comes back like, great i also think this has one of the best mcu scores like yeah. from the Marvel Studios logo having the orchestral 60s theme to just every other piece of music. It's great. I listen to it a lot. Like especially when I'm playing one of the PS4 games, I'll, I'm like, oh, you know what? Listen to that score because yeah, it works. Listen to some Spider-Man music. Yeah, it always fits. Yeah. Uh, and, and I really appreciate that. And I think the Far From Home score is also great. Uh, but you got to mention that. I'm sure Noah will. Spider-Man's got some <laughs> <But> good music. <laughs> he does. He almost always does, actually. Yeah. Like the Amazing Spider-Man movies, you can't fault that score except for the Electro song, <laughs> which is terrible. Yeah. Uh, uh, beyond that, beyond Spider-Man that, is very lucky. We hinted at the MJ thing earlier, Franny. It's mm-hmm. terrible. My, my friends call me MJ. It's very bad. Yeah. I would have just rather had her be Michelle Jones, and they never said it. Or she could have just been MJ from the start. Yeah. Don't care. Why would you do this? Waste. A, a waste of time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's. It it is really horrible, but it's so cringy it's, though. It's whatever, but I it's guess. Like, it's the worst line in the movie. It is by far the worst line in the movie. But honestly, if that's the worst line in the whole oh, movie, oh well, yeah, it's a then, fucking, it's a nearly perfect movie. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's still not great, especially for that to be like the very very end of the movie. Yeah, it's just like why would you do that <laughs> we get some really egregious audi product placement like worse than usual oh yeah at the end of this too and you know that's a sony i think that's a sony choice because sony's always way worse about that yeah sony loves their product placement but yeah i like the final moments between peter and tony also that speech where tony's like no i did this i'm great <laughs> yeah he's like okay <laughs> uh and he makes the right choice to not be an avenger yeah. only Was- to become an avenger like three weeks later yeah <laughs> And I'll introduce the world, the newest official member of the Avengers, Spider-Man. You turning me down? You better think about this. Look at that. Look at me. Last chance, yes or no? No. Okay. 
It's kind of a Springsteen-y, working-class hero vibe that I dig. Uh, happy will take you home. Three weeks later. You're an Avenger now. Was this a test? Yeah, you passed. <laughs> yeah, there's no reporters back there, which is also great. You see the Iron Spider suit. I don't know how a nanotech suit could be like put over a mannequin or whatever. I guess it can, whatever. Um, the Iron Spider suit we've talked about. It's not great. It's fine. It's not great, but I'm I'm starting to come around to it. I okay. think it it's not one of the best suits, but I think it has its. It is somewhat appealing. It's my least favorite of his suits, and maybe of the on-screen suits. Generally, yeah, it is. But... It is definitely one of the weaker suits, but I, I'm starting to to kind of enjoy it. Yeah, so, <laughs> you yeah. know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about the '70s Spider-Man movie a lot recently. For a reason, a, or that's such a funny movie. Remember when he gets like the selfie with all the like karate guys at the end? Do you yeah. remember that? Whenever I think of that movie, I always just think of how it opens with him very clearly walking oh, on a, yeah, on the floor. On the floor, yeah. Yeah, which is the camera above him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so funny. That movie's fucking ridiculous. But... Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I think that movie's so funny. I would, I would watch that again. But that's because my brain's broken. Um, I do like that they establish that Peter Parker does seem to know a lot of people in new york yeah right that's always a good thing to establish you whenever you have the, a new spider-man in the video game too yeah yeah i'm just because like he's just people. he's just cool with like random people on the street like yeah yeah he, it, just the, like it's just random people that he just knows from probably yeah, just passing like them a lot i like that the miles game's really good at that too even yeah. more so i think because uh, yeah like that that deaf girl that he hangs out with and she does the art around town yeah that's great i love all that yeah very cool stuff but yeah, no, it's one of the best. Uh, it's it's one of the best Spider-Man movies, one of the best Marvel movies, one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. I think it's it's got everything you could ever want. I feel like people who complain about it are bad and suck and should. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true at all. It's totally okay if you don't like it, but I think yeah, it's phenomenal. it's. I might not be able to understand why someone doesn't like this movie, but you can have your opinions. Yeah, it's fine, but your own. Uh, yep. You can is have it, your opinion, but it, it that doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. Paul says, I asked Paul. Paul says bad movie. Some movies I ask Paul specifically about. No, this is one of his favorite movies ever, Franny. Paul has, have you seen his tattoo? No, I haven't. He has a Tom Holland Spider-Man emblem tattoo on his wrist. Are you serious? Yeah, he does. That's how much he loves this movie. Wow. And yeah, I, I said, Homecoming Thoughts, I know it's your favorite and it's on your body forever. Uh, he says, my favorite non-Avengers MCU film, my favorite Spider-Man film, my favorite Spider-Man, my favorite MCU score, my favorite MCU theme, the logo I have on my skin forever. Spider-Drone is amazing. Washington scene is perfect. The warehouse scene is great. All the stuff with Liz like getting invited to the pool party and leaving is the perfect way to showcase what Peter's responsibility means to him. Skipping out of the homecoming dance is fantastic everything with the vulture is next level the scene with aunt may getting peter ready for homecoming is the best thing ever ned is great the porn joke is absolutely hilarious i'm glad he mentioned uh, that. yeah i do love that joke we almost forgot about the guy in the chair i enjoy that whole that whole side plot of ned wanting to be his guy in the chair yeah. i really enjoy that and yeah that porn joke is phenomenal like the first time i saw this movie it, ma- it made me crack up when i because fucking why is that the first thing you go to well when i was watching the movie that's what i thought of like when, when she asked why he was there i was like is he going to say this and he did so yeah 
Uh, Noah says, I was worried about Noah having a bad opinion. My favorite MCU movie by leaps and bounds. It just resonates so perfectly with me, in part because I was pretty much the exact age Peter was when I saw it in theaters. I love the small-scale story, and every single member of the cast is absolutely brilliant. The MCU couldn't a- couldn't have asked for a better intro to the new Spidey franchise. This is one of the few I will still regularly rewatch without it getting old. Uh, and Jordan Edwards former guest on the show we have two guests writing in back to back three guests writing back yep. to back actually and jordan unfortunately has a bad opinion oh well <laughs> we can skip over we can his just then say a bad opinion. <laughs> no this is the only other one we got yeah, Green, yeah. i only put this out a couple hours ago <laughs> i forgot and i'm glad because i don't want to read too many blasphemous things <laughs> jordan says it's fine i think michael keaton is terrific as vulture but it lacks any real spark for me i like watts but his direction is super bland and boring i wonder if he likes john watts because of the movie cop car sacrilege where kevin bacon turns yeah into where, a cop where car. kevin bacon famously uh transforms into a cop car <laughs> uh it just feels like a standard mc movie to me i also don't get the john hughes comparisons those movies are built on the relationships of its characters and watts doesn't seem that concerned like with this and far from home we never get to know betty brant at all and noah has commented shut up (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no i think this is the best john hughes movie john hughes never made yeah and also to be fair betty brant is nowhere near a main character (laughs) yeah especially not in this and she has a lot to do in the next one she's with the main team and yeah. Next one. Uh, and, you know, maybe she doesn't have the most characterization in that, but I'm still totally comfortable with her. Betty Brant was never that great a character in it, uh, the comics. Not really. Sometimes, but but not most of the time. Yeah. Usually Betty Brant was a vessel for her brother to get into trouble because he worked for, like, Doc Ock for a while in the 60s. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. The only thing people care about is... One of the most famous Spider-Man panels of all time is when he's holding, like, the cross up and it's got the water pouring down, which is what the rubble thing is an homage to. That's the only Betty Brant thing that matters. And Elizabeth Banks in the Raimi movies. Uh, Shibin Gwen Stacy. Anyway, that's all for Spider-Man Homecoming. And by that's all, I mean a fucking lot about this movie because it's a big one. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's all, as in we've been recording for almost two hours and we need to move on at some point. Yeah, we gotta go. I got sushi inside. (laughs) I'm so hungry. Okay, well, you can find us on Instagram at Marvel Movie Pod. I guess you can find us on Twitter. Not really. I'm done (laughs) with that. Twitter Uh, is a cesspool. I'm off Twitter. Twitter. I'm off Twitter now. My account's still up, but I deleted the app, so I'm done. Uh, Yeah. uh, PSA to everyone. Don't use Twitter. Twitter. You can email Uh, us. Unless you're horrible, then stay on Twitter. Then you can stay on Twitter. (laughs) It's where you belong. You can can email us at marvelmoviepod.gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at flipdeg. No need to look anywhere else. (laughs) Um, Next week, we will be talking about Catwoman on our DC show starring Halle Berry. And in two weeks, just in time for Loki, we will be talking about Thor Ragnarok. Genuine I, yay. I love that that worked out. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for We got for to Thor. talk about uh, uh, Civil War when WandaVision was out, and mm-hmm. that was very fitting. Now we get to talk about Thor, so that's awesome. Yeah, it's very weird that that it worked, worked out, out like, like that, yeah. pretty much perfectly. Yeah, but nothing for fucking Bucky. <laughs> nothing for Sam and Bucky, I well, think. Well, they don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, we don't have a sign off really. Yeah, no. It's Franny, just... what are you gonna do when um, when it's... COVID's over and you can't say wash your hands anymore? Um, still wash your hands anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. You should always still wash always your wash your hands. Good hygiene is always obviously good. Yeah, uh, Franny, yeah. My anything. my sign off for most of quarantine has been to to wash your hands and be safe. But I guess just be safe generally. Yeah, just generally be safe. But you can.
No, everyone wear a mask still. <laughs> no, it's fine. Well, <laughs> once quarantine is over, then you can on what, however many babies you oh, want. Don't do it. Don't do <laughs> no, it. Don't do that. Please do not on people. That's very gross. Oh, Franny, why are you not on social media this week? Um, I am not on one. social media because I am uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to an academic decathlon. You left your phone in the x-ray machine. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say I am Spider-Man and I was like, that's <laughs> well, weird. Yeah, Spider-Man doesn't have a cell yeah, phone. That's like my go-to. Yeah. I don't know why that was the first thing I went to. I left it in a criminal's car so that I could track them. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there we go. There's a GameStop reference in this. Yeah, what a just strange... passed the GameStop. That's a... Pa- that's a... Sponsored by GameStop. <laughs> People are not gonna know what that means in five years' time. In, in one year. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Okay, well, bye. I can't wait for next week's episode. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's gonna be <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Frank that, dropped his phone. Yeah, that Perfect was... Perfect way to end. That was me dying on the inside. Oh, wait. I have a better way to end. Look out, it's the vulture. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wash your hands. Be safe. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. We'll see if Franny comes back next weekend. (laughs) No promises. Bye. Okay, there's Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow. Whoa, who's that new guy? That's me. I gotta go, I gotta go. Hey, everyone.